It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Good evening. Hello. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, Simon. Bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Comment ça va? I'm very well. As you can tell, that is our French romantic. <laughs> yes. For love, dating, and romance, that's on the menu tonight. If you have any questions, need advice, or want to comment, 855-905-8255. Also, our email, you can send anytime if you have a question on email, simonandangie.com. And in fact, Simon, mm-hmm. I want to get to the uh, emails because I found a bonjour Simon Marcel which mm-hmm. is specifically for you with your French uh, romantic expertise mm-hmm. from a woman who has said something along the lines of introduced my man to my best friend best friend is now hitting on my man Mm-mm. and I want to know if you've been in these situations too because you know sometimes when you start dating someone mm-hmm. and you're very excited about them yeah. who's the first person you call your best friend best friend your friends and you brag about them and you talk them up and then maybe the best friend or friends meet them in public and all of a sudden they've heard this whole backstory and so they're all enamored now and this person shows up and they're attractive and charming and they know everything about you already so maybe your friend already has feelings yeah I, uh, did you have a? Angie, I have a story you for you. Do I have a? Okay. A bad, bad story. A bad story about something like this. I think this happens a lot. It just brought back in me a bad Uh-oh. memory, but I'll share it with you. This is a trigger. This is the trigger it, email yeah, for you just Simon. Yeah, trigger something in me. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna read the Bonjour Simon Marcel email. Yes. I want to hear your story too. When we come back, dating someone. All of a sudden, all the friends catch feelings for the person you're dating. Mm. What do you do? That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hey, welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We have an email here for you, Simon, that came into simonandangie.com. Mm-hmm. You are a French romantic, and you have this gentle, loving heart touch with people that they relate to. So let's go to an email specifically for you. Mm-hmm. This comes from Teresa. She's listening on 100.5 KISS FM in Prospect, Kentucky. Okay. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Teresa. I introduced my man to my best friend earlier tonight, and I felt like he was flirting with her. He was really into talking to her, asking her lots of questions, and I noticed on a few occasions that while he was talking to her, that he touched her on the leg or the arm. Uh Nothing else really happened, but I definitely got the vibe that he was into her. After she left, everything was back to normal, but I can't stop thinking about it. I didn't talk to her or him about it, and I'm not sure if I should. What do you think? Do you think she's overreacting? Um, You know, you bring your man or your woman in front of your bestie for the first time, and you feel a connection between them. Is that you being jealous or what's going on, Simon? Angie, I mean, I have a rule. Don't touch my girl. Okay, so ever. don't ever. I mean, yeah, shake hands. We give hugs. I mean, that, um, besides when you say hello, don't touch. Really? Oh, I'll get really mad. I'm, I, I really have. It's, it's, it's Yeah, because you see, I get excited. What does Simon do when he's mad? So this has it happened seems, to you, I take it. It, it did. It did. And, and I have a story. Tell us. So it's that's why I'm kind of overreacting to this, but because at my sister's wedding, Judith, there was a great night. We were having fun, dancing, people drinking champagne and all that. You had a date with you. And I had a date with me. This uh-huh. wonderful sunshine. This, this I remember her. Her name was Sunshine. Beautiful, charming woman. Anyway, sunshine. The, sunshine. sunshine. Yeah, okay. And then so I was somewhere talking to my sister, and I, the dance floor was packed. People having fun. 
and I see my friend Matthew, and I'll name it, dancing with her. And you know how I see his hand going right to her waist down on the to butt the, cheek? Oh. And I remember looking for like a split second. I said to my sister, hold on a second, right? Mm. And I went to the dance floor, and I grabbed his hand with my left hand like that, and I can't say on air what I said, but you can imagine. And I pushed him like that, you know. Were so you I, mad at your date, though? No, because she, her, she, she didn't, didn't do anything. anything. He really, they were dancing innocently. And then I saw his hand from the waist yes. and caressing the so buttock. Where your friend was in the wrong. So I grabbed him. Yes. And, and I, you said some bad I things. Said, and I grabbed his hand, like the hand he touched. And then, and then. so yeah. I was so furious about this betrayal. I said, oh, I'm so drunk. This, I apologize. It stick to me, Angie, mm-hmm. that deep down, if I was not there, one, why the disrespect? Two, that alcohol can 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 really be the reason of that. And three, what would have happened if I if I was not there? So, but your anger was not geared toward your date. Your anger was geared toward your friend. And it so, was, did you reevaluate your friendship or the girl? You forever. Were, okay, so it wasn't the girl's fault. I just want to point that out. No, no, because she was dancing, okay. and I don't mind. Listen, my friend might be dancing. Everybody's uh-huh. cool, but you know there is what I call the erotic move. Right. It's so, a friendly move. Right. Up over the waist. Anything under is totally <laughs> erotic and inappropriate. Okay. So in this case with uh, Teresa. Yes. She introduced her new man so, to her best friend and the guy that she was dating was flirting with her friend. Right. So she should be mad at him. So Teresa, here's my, my, my take on this before Angie gives hers. But I think you should talk to him about it, you know, as soon as possible and tell him my rule don't ever touch a friend of mine or anyone again like that. Because whoever touches, right, outside of hello and bye, has some inside attraction, period. That's my rule. Okay. All right. Well, I want to see what our callers think about this. Let's go to the phones next, Simon. 855-905-8255. People already want to comment. Mm -hmm. That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. On the line from Bowling Green, Ohio, on 101.5 The River. Here's Tasha. Hey, Tasha. Hi, you guys. I love your show, first of all. Thank you, Thank Tasha. You. Bonjour. I Bonjour. have a crush on Simon. Actually, I have a crush on both of you. But oh, uh, girl, We got a crush on you, too. Ménage à trois. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. So, Tasha, what? you heard the email from Teresa saying she brought her man in front of her best friend, and the man was feeling the leg, a little of that. What do you think? I, You know what? I definitely, I'm going to have to agree with Simon on that one. I just, I don't understand. It's good to be friendly, but I don't know why he would touch her leg. I don't understand. I would definitely talk to my boyfriend, mm-hmm. you know. After you, and say, why were you touching her leg? <laughs> do you think that people, Simon and, mm-hmm. and Tasha, are just flirty by nature and don't really mean anything by it, but they're just trying to connect the, in a human way? They are. But there is what I call over the belt and under the belt touch. I don't know. I think it might be a bit different. I, maybe I shouldn't say this. When it's a woman doing it, then if it's a man, because men are visually You're leading us into a really interesting conversation, Tasha. Thank you so much for calling, but keep listening because I want to talk, Simon, with you about what is flirting when you're, you know, in in this environment. Thank you so much, Tasha, for calling into the rendezvous. Yes, thank you very much. You're welcome. Have a good night. All right, you have a good night and more when we come back.
Welcome back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We've been talking about what's too flirty. If you're on a date, this came from an email. Um, Mm -hmm. If you're on a date, somebody new, you finally take them to meet your besties. Mm -hmm. And there's a little too much huggy, touchy, maybe a rub on the knee. Our caller that we just had, um, Tasha was saying, I think it's different for men and women. I don't mm-hmm. really think that. Simon, do you think that? No, I mean, I think it's 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 the rules apply for all gender, all race, anything you want. I mean, men, women, it's just the fact that- Married, single, yes, whatever it you know, is. Uh-huh. You know, uh, don't touch anybody's legs, period. Why? Because legs are obviously linked to... I'm not going to, like, sit and caress your leg. But, even but just... sometimes I might, like, if I'm trying to get a point across, I might reach over and be like, do you know what I'm saying? And oh, touch your leg. Well, like, I, okay, if you it's see? at work and you're next to the person, you do like that. It's one thing. If you are in a sofa, on a, in a bar, if it's night, let's put it this way. Any, anything after 6 p.m., you should have never really? reaching out to touch... Somebody's legs, know. unless it's your boyfriend. Why? Why would you? Well, because the legs. I feel like if I'm in a social situation and there's men around, they know I'm married. I'm very vocal about being married. I have a ring on my finger. I you talk do. about my husband all the time. Right. If and I'm, but I'm very touchy feely. I'm very outgoing. I'm very animated. I'm not caressing, and I no. definitely don't want anybody to misunderstand. My I don't motive. think anybody does, but I still think to stand by my rule that you, or me, or anyone should not touch anybody's legs, if preferably. There's no reason. It's about the person, is what I'm trying to say. I just think there are different cases. I have some. I, I want to hear a case. Why don't you share a case? There's a difference, and we'll talk about that when we come back on the rendezvous. You're triggering Simon. This is a trigger. Oh, now it's your turn. Next on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, 855-905-8255. We're talking about people that are a little too Mm touchy-feely with the person that you're with. And this kind of came from an email that we had. She said, I I went on a date with this guy. I really liked him. I finally introduced him to my best friend. He was touching her a little more than I was comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And I try to say, hey, listen, I'm a very touchy-feely person, Simon. You know that. Mm -hmm. I'm a hugger. You're a hugger. I'm animated. Yeah, Yeah, my hands are always in the air. Like, I just don't care. Like, sometimes I touch people. Serbian mama. Sure, and I don't mean anything overtly sexual by it or romantic or anything. It's just who I am. Mm -hmm. And I would really hope that that wouldn't be misunderstood. Um, I don't think it is. But I think... When you don't know somebody, it's hard to uh, that's my, understand their motives. That's my point. So right before we went to break, he said, "I have a story." I have uh, a couple. <laughs> well, why when don't it comes you pick to my one? husband, I'll pick. I'll pick a couple uh, of my favorite. How about that? Go ahead, Simon. First of all, let's for people that don't know me, I'm crazy. My name is Angie Taylor. I'm very jealous and possessive and crazy, <laughs> especially if wine has been flowing. So. <laughs> There have been instances where my husband is very uh, social. He goes out a lot when I'm not with him, with his friends. They know a lot of people in town, whatever. Um, Once in a great while, I'll finally get a night out. I'll go out with him. Let's say I'm with my friend and we're out and we're sitting in this nightclub. um, And him and all his friends are there as Mm -hmm, well. mm -hmm. And we're all at this table and there's a bottle and everybody's drinking, having fun. And let's say some like girls... You know, just walk up all willy-nilly and acting like they're entitled to whatever we're drinking. And suddenly they're a part of the equation. And my husband's next to me. And there's a woman over here that's like waving at him. Just waving. 
Yes. Not touching. No, waving at him from across the table, like winky wavy, and he waves back. Oh, he waves back? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, why are you waving at her? He's like, I don't really know who that is. I'm like, you must know who it is because (laughs) you're waving at each other, and she's all wavy with her waving arms. Like, she just, like, can wave at whoever she wants, right? Right. That might make people crazy, especially um, if you can't explain it. And then maybe 10 minutes later, waving arm girl walks up to me and says, what is your problem? I don't have a thing for your husband. And I'm like, whoa, you're not in my marriage. I don't know you. Why are you talking to me like you know me or you know my husband? Get out of my ear. I'm not even thinking about you, waving arm person. Maybe your (laughs) arms will get broken and you can't wave anymore. Those things happen. And that's not even thinking that she touched him in any way. She didn't touch him, but like, why are you acting like you know him? All wavy, like your long lost relatives or something. Are you going to run across like the beach and embrace each other like in a Rocky movie or something? What's happening? I don't know. What would have happened if she touched his legs? Oh, we're crazy is the moral of the story. (laughs) But Don't date someone crazy is what I'm trying to say. Don't touch Jason. Don't touch Angie. And if you're dating someone crazy... Don't touch anybody. You've and been, don't let anybody touch you. You've been warned. Been warned. I don't know if we helped anybody with that segment, but I'm glad I got to vent a little funny. bit. <laughs> now you see where all my money goes. Therapy. Okay, more <laughs> of the rendezvous when we come back. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Website simonandangie.com. Simon and Angie also are social media Twitter. Instagram, Facebook, and yes. Simon, we are getting some emails now about finishing texts mm-hmm. because, let's face it, that's how a lot of people correspond in yes. dating before they ever get together. So I want to read you this email, Simon, and let's finish the text for her. Hello, Simon and Angie. I just started seeing this guy. We've only been on two dates so far, and we've kissed, but that's it. We're supposed to go out again tomorrow night, but I just got a text from him that says, I think there's a lot of sexual tension between us, and I'm hoping we can explore that more tomorrow night. It seems kind of forward to me, and I'm not sure how to respond or what to do about our date tomorrow night. Help. She doesn't know what to say back. He said, I think there's a lot of sexual tension. I hope we can explore it tomorrow. What would you tell her? If I'm the guy? Well, <laughs> no. No, I'm kidding. You're saying no, it no, of course. as her. That's what, no, I'm, I've just made a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would I would not answer about that at all. I was just I would just say something like, uh, uh, "We'll see you tomorrow night." I would be short. I would so that he, I would not even answer that kind of because I think yeah. it's silly. My answer would be just uh, uh, "LOL." If you want to put that down, "LOL," uh, see you tomorrow night. That's I've, what would you say? You kind of the same thing. I would be like, "Slow your roll. Let's see how the date goes first. Yes, that's just it. Let's see how the date goes. You that's know? It. it. Depending on how you act. We'll see if anything goes for Well, exactly. I mean, I just think, yeah. You got to make a joke about it. All right. Let's take uh, some calls. Let's check some more emails when we come back on The Rendezvous. More advice to be given. Love, Mm -hmm. dating, and romance next. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, 855-905-8255. We're taking your calls or if you need advice or if you want to comment. Love, dating, relationships, romance. We have a call right now, Simon. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's get to Tony listening in Franklin, New Jersey on the line right now, uh, listening on Max 106.3. Hey, Tony. Hey, how are you guys? Hey, bonjour. We're good. Thanks for calling the rendezvous. Need some advice, I understand. I do. Um, I'm not sure what to do. My girlfriend has brought up something, and I'm not sure how I should take it or what I should do. 
Okay, Go let's ahead. hear it. Um, so we live together. My girlfriend and I live together, and we work opposite schedules. She works in early in the morning, and I work nights. So, you know, our our schedules are just off. And sometimes, like when I come home or she's getting up, like we kind of, you know, I I disrupt her sleep when I get home. And she's proposed. She thinks we should get separate bedrooms. Um, mm. I don't think that's a good idea. I mean, I think once you get separate bedrooms, I mean, that's, that's going to be it. You know, like that's the relationship is done at that point. Like, but she thinks it might be better because, you know, if we both end up getting more sleep, we'll be healthier and happier. And, and I, I just need advice. I, I don't know what to think or do, or if that's a good idea or what. Hmm. This is a, a lot about intimacy. And I see that you're coming from that angle, Tony. So Simon, when we come back, Let's get back to Tony. Can you hang on the line for one second? Sure. All right, Simon. Yeah. I know you have advice for him. Yeah, and questions. And questions. When we come back, is it okay to have the separate bedrooms because of the sleep schedule next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie? Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating and romance. We have a caller on the line right now talking about nerves. Um, when it comes to separate bedrooms in your romantic life, um, Tony in Franklin, New Jersey, you're still on the line. Yes. Hey, Tony. I'm still here. Yeah. Thanks. Hi. Hi, Hi. Tony. So backstory, Tony and his girlfriend have opposite work schedules, sleep schedules. Um, she has suggested maybe separate separate bedrooms because mm-hmm. when he comes home, it disrupts her sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a little nervous about that. Is that pretty much what's going on? Yeah, that's pretty much the gist of it. I'm I'm scared that it's going to, like, you know, ruin our relationship. Okay. Simon, what do you have to say? Before I answer, uh, Tony, I mean, you said you're afraid it's going to ruin your relationship or it's going gonna, it's gonna to ruin the intimacy. What's the real fear? Well, I think, like, once intimacy is gone, then the relationship's gone. So they kind of go hand in hand, don't they? I can agree with that. True. But th- so my, 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 my take on this is I don't think the bed makes the ooh-la-la. Um, you might have ooh-la-la all over the house. So I think personally that you don't judge a couple or the ooh-la-la intimacy based on how many bedrooms they have or they use. I am more on the school of whatever works for you guys works for you guys. Do you, um, do you, Angie, what do you say? Do you feel like there's a difference, though, between the intimacy and the ooh-la-la? I feel like there is. I feel like intimacy is cuddling, being close to each other, sleeping in the same room, um, living together, I feel like ooh la la well, is ooh la la. I feel like there's a difference. Right, Angie, that's a good point. But when I said intimacy, I meant something linked to your uh, to your ooh la la life, mm-hmm. not so much the rest. Because, for instance, you could snuggle on the couch watching TV. Yeah, there's many places. It doesn't it feel weird, don't you think, to snuggle on the couch watching TV all night and you're intimate? And then it's like, okay, bye, see you tomorrow, and you go into separate rooms. It, but that, to me, would feel like a disconnect. To you, but maybe in the case of Tony, and because they have opposite schedule, right? the fact that you know they, it works better for them, it could be. So I, I would try. You know what, Tony? Here's, here's my take on this. I think it's okay to try. You can always go back to the same bed later on. Right. Tony, are you afraid that it, she is rejecting you? What you're not saying to us is, mm. do, you, do you feel like it's a way for her to reject you as... A man, a lover, and her, and her boyfriend, or not? Yeah, kind of. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what it sounds like. If she wants me to not sleep in the bed with her anymore, that's like, it, shouldn't that be a red flag or or not? 
And that's a key question for each couple, right? Like but she, she's saying it's not. She's saying it's not. That's, she's saying, hey, this is vital to my day-to-day functioning. If I don't sleep and I'm a light sleeper and I wake up from every little thing. It's one of the tabuest questions to ask when you are married or together. Can we sleep in different bedrooms? Yeah. For some people it works great. For some it's the worst question to ask. Well, I, I agree with Simon, Tony. I think maybe you should try it. Mm-hmm. Just because she's not coming from a place of... You know what? We're fighting all the time. Maybe we should sleep in separate rooms. It's not about that. It's about her trying to function at work, trying to function at life and be a better person day to day with some sleep. And maybe it is good overall for your relationship. Try it. And if there's issues, then you talk about that bridge or cross that bridge when you get there. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. I I guess I can give it a shot. And if it if it's not going good, I guess we could always go back. That does make sense. Exactly. And then in the meantime, you have two different beds for the ooh-la-la. It's like you're staying in a hotel yeah. one night. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, Angie. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, Give it a shot. Yeah. Give it a shot. And, uh, you know, like 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 we said, you can always change it down you can the road. always go back to the old yep. bed. Your relationship, your rules. Figure it out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to give it a shot. Right on. All right. Well, we wish you the best. Let us know how that separate bedroom thing goes, because I know that's a big thing for people. Yes. I will. Thank you so much. Good luck to you. Okay. We're going to talk more about this when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're back talking about sleeping in separate rooms. I know this is a big deal. You know, in fact, Simon, I have a friend that's a real estate agent, Uh and she said that a lot of homes that she shows and that she sells now are double master suites because mm-hmm. a lot of people have this sleep thing. And if you don't sleep together good, it doesn't mean your relationship is bad. It just means, you know, sleep is everything. It, it affects your entire life, your weight, your happiness, your health, uh, your work life. So what do you do if things are not good sleep-wise? So before I answer, I got two questions for you, Angie, because you're in that situation. Opposite schedules. Opposite schedules, mm-hmm. but one bed, right? You guys? One bed. Okay. Mm-hmm. What would be your reaction, your initial reaction, if Jason said, Angie, you know, because of the opposite schedule, why don't we try to have two separate bedrooms? I would be hurt. Immediately. Tell me what? Tell me. I would feel like there was a a disconnect because part of cohabitating with the person you love, you're in a relationship with, Mm -hmm. is sleeping in that same bed every single night and feeling that person close to you, feeling their body, feeling their heat, just feeling them, their arms around you in the middle of the night, having someone touch you. It's a good feeling. And I would feel like we're going to be roommates now because what is the difference really? Okay, that's a good point. The second point I would like to know is when he's gone traveling away, Mm -hmm. do you sleep as good? No. You don't. No, I don't. You don't I, sleep good alone. No, I don't. Interesting. Have you been in this situation? I want to find out when we come back. I have. Okay, good. Let's talk about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with that next? Separate sleeping quarters on The Rendezvous. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about when you're in a relationship, mm-hmm. living with someone, and someone suggests, hey, I can't sleep the sleeping arrangement isn't working. I'm too light of a sleeper or I sleep, you, you snore or something. And someone suggests separate sleeping quarters. Mm-hmm. Simon, has this happened to you before? Oh, my goodness, yes. Four or five years ago now, I started dating this woman who had the opposite situation. So she didn't want to spend the whole night with me because I snore. 
she said. You snore. She said, I don't know if I do, but that's what she claimed. Oh, but so it's, first, but it's really a was... very distinguished, like, French snore. <laughs> like, le... Like that? Le... Yeah. <laughs> yes. And so that's what she claimed. At first, I was a bit upset. Wow. I mean, and then, she, so it was at my house. I have different bedrooms. So she, she said, if you don't mind, do you mind if I finish the night in the bedroom opposite to yours? And I thought something at first, like I felt rejected. I felt, really? I mean, it's the first time in my life that It happened. hurts to hear that. It did. Yeah. But here's the truth. It was fantastic. Really? It was fantastic. And Why? once I passed, because I realized it was not against me. And I do sleep better alone. I okay. mean, I've been alone all my life. All right. We have a date or dump email that came into simonandangie.com. Cool. I want to get to that next, Simon. Yes. More love and dating advice on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, romance, advice with our French <laughs> romantic, Simon Marcel. And you, a wonderful, beautiful American realist who's keeping me real when I like go in my romantic cloud. Well, I like your romantic cloud. I'm a little harsh sometimes, <laughs> I will admit. Um, but Simon, yes. um, you know, sometimes people need harsh. Um, sometimes <laughs> people are in a situation where they don't know if they should continue to date or, or dump. dump. So, you have a question, you need advice, simonandangie.com. Here we go, Simon. Yes. Nadia, listening in Auburn Hills, Michigan, on 100.3 WNIC. I have a cousin, Nadia. Mm -hmm. um, hey, Simon and Angie. I've been talking to this guy for a couple weeks now, and last night, he came over to my place with a bag of food that he picked up on his way over, and it was all for him. He didn't even ask me if I wanted anything. He said he was starving. He figured I'd eaten already because it was kind of late. But he didn't even ask, is this a red flag? Should I date or dump him? Seems a little bit selfish, I think. But especially for somebody you've been dating a couple weeks, how are you going to come over with a huge bag of food and don't offer any to somebody? How do you go to anybody's house with food that's only for you? It's supposed to be for the host, your date, your fat, whoever it is. What do you think, Simon? I think you're totally right, but, so it is selfish, but I like the idea that we can learn. And so when <sighs> something is wrong, instead of dumping right away, when it's not cheating or something like this, this is selfish what he did, but it's not something that I would call a deal breaker. If you like the gal, Nadia, if you like the, this man, you think he's, he's a good guy, he made a selfish move. But yes. you can talk about it and correct it, and he won't do it again. Instead of always saying, okay, uh, red flag, eh, thank you for playing you out. I say that it's worth giving a chance for a little thing like this. And you think that's little? Yeah, you, if you sometimes I feel like it's an indicator, like a tip of the iceberg. Like if you're going to be selfish on this level, which seems but, minor, but what else, how else are you going to be selfish? Right. There's this saying that, you know, that we love here, and I love it, there is no I in us. I in team, and then no, no I in us, yes, for sure. No I in team, no I in us. But we have to help each other and learning each other. I'm glad women have taught me so many things and didn't, you know, throw me away for all the mistakes I've made and forgiven me. And if I was otherwise, where would I be? And I think we have to give a chance that, yes, it's a mistake, but don't judge the book by the cover. It's just about food. So I said, Dane, what do you say? Well, I, I'm understanding what you're saying. I mean, especially because they've only dated a couple it, of weeks. Only a few weeks. If You don't really know if he's a selfish person all the way around yet. If he had exhibited a lot of other selfish behaviors and this is one more thing, I can understand how it would be like, okay, that's a wrap. Enough, enough, enough. Yes. Um, there is no I in us 
And I just think that common courtesy should dictate that whenever you go to someone's house, you don't bring something just for yourself. You bring something for the other person. And and that's the rule that it's not just for dating. No, if somebody invites you to dinner at their house, you bring wine for the the room, dessert, not just for you. You don't bring something that just you eat. No. You don't bring dessert just for you. No. You bring it for everyone. Agreed. The it's, host. It's called manners. Manners. And and but, so... but this is not about so much romance. It's about bad manners. And that's why I think Nadia should talk about him, okay. teach him a lesson, and give him a chance. All right. And just go from there. I, I agree with you. I say date two. We, we said date. With, with a caveat. A, like a caveat. Make, make sure that if he keeps exhibiting selfish behaviors... That then you cut the cord because I think it could be just a one-time thing, but you don't want it to be an all-the-time thing. Absolutely. Right on. So we wish you the best of luck. Yes, we both say date, date. but dot, 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 <laughs> dot, dot. dot. <laughs> yes. Nadia, thanks for sending us an email. You can send us one anytime if you have a question. Sometimes it's not easy to call into a radio show and share all your romantic details, I understand. So simonandangie.com, anytime you want to mm-hmm. send an email for advice. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie tonight. If you missed any of the show, if you want to hear back on some of our topics, simonandangie.com. Lots of things like what is too flirty when you introduce your friends to your new (laughs) dating partner? Mm -hmm. Um, Sleeping in separate bedrooms. That was a big topic because I know that's a big thing these days. Like I said, two master bedrooms and a lot of the homes being sold. Is that okay to sleep in separate bedrooms? Mm -hmm. Um, And also being inconsiderate of your partner. This was our last date or dump email that we just had from Nadia saying he brought over a bag of groceries, food all for him. He was starving, nothing for her. (laughs) So what was your Simon says in that moment? I said there is no I in us. No I in us. Just like we said, there is no I in team. There yes. is no I in us. When you eat together, it's about us, not just about me, myself, and I. And that goes for from little things to big things. Think yeah. us. Think we. Think our. Not just I, me, my yeah. own. When you're in a relationship, you have to think of both. You're not a, a single entity anymore. <laughs> you're a unit. You're an us. And, and you're an us. That's how you know you're going towards to be like a family. Yes. Uh, us. It starts with us. It Everything does. starts with us. Simon, thank you for our listeners hanging out with us. Yes, thank, Simon. Thank you for listening to us. I love this us, and I love that you listen to us. Us. And we will have more of us on the rendezvous tomorrow. Love dating romance. Be here. We will talk to you next time. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.